Welcome to Sudden Detours. As the name implies, there will be detours, and they will be sudden. We will go for a walk through some ill-prepared topics, and deviate whenever. We hope you'll bear with us as we try desperately to backtrack and finish what we prepared, more or less in the way we planned it. Hey, I'm Nils. And I'm Ted. The jar is a receptacle used for storing things, such as coins and bills, different preserves, or cast ballots. And incidentally, these are topics of the day. But first, what are we drinking today? Today we're drinking the Triple Carmelites, which is a Belgian beer, uh, and as the name implies once again, uh, it's a triple, so three times... Uh, distilled. Distilled. Distilled? <laughs> no. No, that's, that's spirits. The spirits. Uh, hmm. There's a word for that. There is a word for it. Hmm. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, uh, what does it say on the a, bottle? It's not brewed. It's uh, three times fermented. Yes, yes, three times fermented. Let's open this. Hey, <coughs> that was the most unsatisfying uncorking I ever had. It went. That's uh, no. <laughs> we will. I, we will grade this, so it's... Uncorking, so, zero out of five. Yeah, uncorking. Uncorking, No, zero. it's not zero, it's it's minus one. It's Yeah, I mean, it went quick and a pop. Uncorking. I, I'm slightly worried about minus the one. state of this beer. It, it uh, is still very, very bubbly, though. So we're drinking this in very uh, wide glasses because you're supposed to get all the aromas. Uh, so if this. you think it's raining now, it's just the bubbles... Bursting. Mm. Oh, it smells good. It should be. It smells fruity. It's actually the first ever Belgian beer I drank. I was probably 15 and it was legal in France. <laughs> <laughs> for our uh, captivating audience. Remember, uh, listeners, uh, the French went to war for drinking early. Probably did. <laughs> I'm not sure what the Marseillaise means, but apparently... I, I guess Alain Zofran de la Patrie means something like, I'll get drunk tomorrow. It, it doesn't. We'll do an episode about that. And this is why I failed at French. <laughs> this is why you failed at French. Didn't spill, didn't spill? No. Okay. Skål. Skål. Prost. It is definitely beer. Please don't call this beery. <laughs> it's not. It's fruity. Mm. Are you sure? Is this really a beer? It, it is really a beer. It, it's a fairly strong beer. I think it's mm. nine point something. Then I'll try. Eight point four degrees. Okay, so we points are out of five. Points are out of five. And the categories are uncorking, smell, <laughs> taste, burp, Burp. I think people do grade beers on Overall burping. impression. Overall impression. Obviously an important one. I would like to give it... Color? Yes, it has. Is color uh, something <laughs> we want to grade? No. No. Because then suddenly we are heading down the way of saying that uh, beer of one color is good and beer of another one is bad. No, but you can have like a nice glowing color and just like a boring yeah, yellow... But 
Yeah, yeah, and then the just dark and yeah. not very really... and Okay, you, no, no color. How, yeah, how could you how could you say that something is bad about the color? It's sort of uh, I'll stop doing that. Uh, there, there, there's hmm. more pleasant colors than others, but yeah, okay. Then let's yeah, but forget a color. good stout will still look like oil spillage. Yeah, and according to my girlfriend, tastes like it. I I am inclined to agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm I I try desperately to like stout and. Um, Porter and other dark stuff. The thing is that I can't drink it slow enough, which sort of is painful. Mm. Not painful, just unpleasant. <coughs> Ooh, that's what does the burp uh, rate? That's that's a fiver. That's a fiver. <laughs> okay, four four point five out of five. It's a little short for a full five. For a full five. For. I was actually thinking about the, the, the like the taste that comes back to the mouth when you burp, not oh. the sound it makes. Okay, <laughs> I, think, I think I think we should have. Um, so far, I'm the f only one burping, so I I'd like to judge that however I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it doesn't quite come. <coughs> no, weenie Frenchman. Smell. I'd like to give it four out of five. It smells nice. Yeah, it's not overwhelming. It, yeah. It's only it doesn't really smell of beer. I, I still I still have a feeling it's cider, or some sort of fruit uh, based. I, I can't understand why you would say that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying this is definitely cider. I'm saying. I mean, it's definitely beer. But it has not I, I by the that, not by the smell of it. Not by the smell of it. It's it's definitely something that could be beer. But if it smelled like this, this and someone told you that it was... Not beer, uh, and what would you say it is? Actually, something like, not lemon squash, but some kind of fruit yeah. punch. But don't you some get kind, kind of... of a, not cocktail, but you know, mixture of wine or spirits and fruit. Okay. I mean, what I've always been thinking about that beer is that it, it has a whiskey kind of thing to it. We should point out that your glass actually uh, is, is, is sort of closes in on yeah, itself, it's whereas power. mine is almost a hemicircle. Yes. Or, or a hemisphere, I should say. Yes. Seeing that it, I... It is very 3D. Yes, it is very 3D. And that I teach helps, math, like, so I should care. <laughs> you should care. Okay, so it might be that the, my glass is... Fooling me, I I could be. Um, I, if I if I weren't in danger of suddenly cough down into it, I would smell from your glass. But I'm vaguely sick. Yeah, or at least so. I think it, it smells pleasant. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it's not like this kind of beer that smells like puke. No, which which, which is yeah, very good. I love those beers, but they don't smell good. Yeah, I I love those beers, but not because they smell puke. Also, if a beer smells like someone have been peeing in it, that is not a plus. No. We, we should be clear on this. These beers may very well be good. But they don't get good grade in smell. Yeah. Puke is not a good smell. That's it's that's a, a lesson. Take that home great. with you, people. Yes. Okay, so taste. You don't taste with your nose. No, no, I'm still... I'm, tr I'm still trying to... <laughs> still trying to figure out why you think to say this is definitely beer when I think this is definitely fruit. It's a fruity beer, is it? Yes, it is. It, it, it is a fruity beer. I'm not... 
It does say that on the label. I'm just saying that if you poked my eyes out or if I just closed them and smelled it, and you would not have say beer. I I would I would not say beer. Uh, if I would not be confident. That's what I'm saying. But what are we giving it for taste? I mean, I, I really like this beer, which is why I, I'm making you taste it. It would be really, really bad of you if you brought a beer you hate. I mean, maybe I'll do that in episode 17. Yeah, probably. Um, There's a lot of things I want to do in episode 17. <clears throat> seeing that you brought this and have expectations, I'm, I'm, you sort of, you know what you're getting, so I would like to know what you think. Points out of five. I mean, it's a beer I know already, and mm. I have opinions about it, and I really, really do like it. I mean, it's the exact kind of beer I like. It's like it's strong, it's full, it's 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 giving something a bit different. It's kind of sweet. There's there, there's a lot of things going on there. I mean, it's it's a Belgian beer. It's not a Trappist beer, but it's kind of the closest you would be from a Trappist beer without actually being made by monks in a in a monastery. For me, it's at least a 4.5. It's not the kind of beer that like, completely blows me away and I would like to drink all the time. But it's a very, very solid, good beer. I agree uh, on your 4.5 because what I... Considering what it is, because it, you, you would be a fool if you say, hmm, this, it tastes too much of fruit. That's sort of saying lager is too drinkable or stout is too dark or, or yeah, grass is too green or yeah because it's the point it's sort it's of, supposed yeah, to drink you can't beer. complain about it being fruity that's sort of that's sort of racism to beer racism to beer yeah it's taking what makes this beer this beer and then saying and it does it bad but no, I no, I, I think it does it well it does it really well actually what I would like is actually just a little bit more punch to it a little bit more um not necessarily bitterness, but something to balance the fruitiness. Yeah, you think it's a bit too sweet for you? No, it's this, no, it, it's not too sweet. It's just too round. It sort of it lacks something. It has one quality, sort of. It's fruity. Okay. And it should have something to complement it. So, you know, in the sense that most oh, ales have the base burp. The base. Okay, burp. it's now up to four point five again. Oh, it was very nice. I hope the the, the recording device. Goes. <coughs> it was very nice. Uh, if you didn't hear it, it sounded almost like a fart. Yeah, like <laughs> toned down Chewbacca. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably a better comparison. It's it's just the closed. Because it's it, it's just that it sort of it has one taste, but you, and but it does you, it really really well. But sort of most ales, for instance, have you have the hops to sort of complement it on the burp actually. Yeah, and, and yeah, it, it's not a hoppy beer. It's definitely not hoppy. No, 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 it's not hoppy beer, and, I, I, and I'm not suggesting it needs hop. No, no, it no, just no, no, needs something to to, to counter, counterpoint. Okay, and, and you really don't get the whiskey like shade that I always said this had. It's way too drinkable. It's way too drinkable. Yeah. Okay. I really like it. This is uh, this is something I intend to drink again. Uh, again, yeah, and especially when it gets summer. For those of you listening, we are recording in March. It's a lovely Norwegian March, which means that it's depressing to look outside. It started snowing yesterday. It started melting today. It will freeze again, and and that's the that's the weather forecast. That's why I moved to this country. <coughs> yeah, you like glaciers. <laughs> It's like you have the worst. They Your Tinder profile would be interesting. <laughs> I like glaciers. 
Okay, overall impression for me, it's four point five out of five. I think that's a fair. That's a fair thing. That's like so super solid beer, not mind blowing in any ways. But mm. Yeah, which means that I suddenly decided that we shouldn't give points out of five, but points out of ten. Because, because you don't like to have point fives. We have out of over five uh, of five categories. We now have th actually three of them are now in point it's five. Safe. Okay, so maybe you should have a 10 and give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, so which means that it gets minus 2 points for uncorking. Smell gets 8. Taste gets 9. Burp also gets 9. And overall impression is 9, which gives it a grand total of 27. Minus 2 is 25, so 33 out of 50. 50. That's disappointing for such a That's idea. disappointing. But, but the, the corking really takes it down. Yeah, it's it's and I was, it was really disappointed. Awfully let down by the uncorking. Come to think of it, if we ever as we probably will, opens a bottle just with a uh, yeah, cap. Cap. How uh, how on earth are we going to we will have to the category uncorking will have to be removed from time to time or from time to time or be compensated by another category yeah, that would make probably. sense. I mean, we also didn't quite grade the design of the bottle. No, but oh, Jesus, you are really French. Who cares about the bottle? I mean, when you go to the beer shop and you see a nice bottle, you're more inclined to buy it. Of course, I'm just saying this to annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> I, com I completely agree. I and actually, sense. this bottle is really nice. It's so, a really nice bottle. But is it fair to give points out of 10 for... The design or it should. I, th I think so. We are capricious. We are capricious. Design. I think it's a... 8 out of 10 design? I mean, the shape of the bottle is really boring. It's like, it's a bottle. The thing is that, that that's, some, that's something that speaks to me. Because I hate it when you have bottles that... Yeah, I see I can pour from this, but that's... You haven't made this... Practical? Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, the, the, it's a bottle. Which is what it should be. It should not be f a lamp made into a bottle. No, 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 of course not. But like the, the thing that would get, give, get my 10 out of 10 design for the bottle is the Orval uh, Trappist beer, which uh, is kind of... It's bulged and it's thinner uh, at the, the bottom than it is in the middle of it. Ah, uh, okay. Like it, it's a very interesting bottle. Yeah, but it's still a bottle. As long as we, yeah. as long as we agree that it doesn't have to be... No, no, if it looks like a Viking ship, it's, it's just... Thank you. No, please no. Thanks. You are not supposed to drink out of furniture. No. Or vessels. Obviously. Actually, this technically this is a vessel. It is. Technically. Technically. You could have it in a jar. <laughs> Thank you for the transition. <laughs> Let's stop talking about beer and talk about jars. <coughs> no, we are not talking about jars. Are we not talking about no, jars? jars is the, the jar is the thing linking all our themes together. True, yes, but uh, then we don't have a link to talk about coins. Anyways, we talk about uh, we could use the the cork. And you play the Fallout games? Uh, no, I haven't played Fallout. Well, the the I currency. Play, I play Elder Scroll. You play this one? Well, <laughs> so no, I know what it is. You know what it is. <laughs> yeah, but the currency in the the Fallout games is uh, bottle caps. Ah, yeah. But out of sixty, it gets forty one. Forty one, which is still depressing. It's, it's still kind of depressing, but it yeah, is the, the, the decoding was bloody depressing. So, uh, sorry. we'd like to point out we were not sponsored by the con companies that... Hmm, what do you say that? Contestants? No. Brewery? No, no, no. Not uh, not these people. Not these but, people. But uh, they're uh, not enemies, but... 
<laughs> the competition. We were not sponsored by any alternative to triple Carmelite. Thank you. I think. I mean. It, I mean. It's probably. I mean. It's from northern Belgium, so it might be pronounced Carmelite. As much as I know, but that would be slightly Seeing racist that I against don't Dutch know people. Dutch. I probably. It's just Norwegian everywhere. I mean. Honestly. Yeah. Basically. So yeah. Carmelite. Um, Carmelite. <laughs> Carmelite. Pretty sure that's how they say. That's probably wrong. Anyway, audience, correct me. <laughs> correct, correct us if you're right. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. And now for something slightly different, because for several years I've been confused, uh, not in general, but about um, preserves, which is uh, not a word used in Norwegian, which is my. What do, you, what do you call it? Mother tongue? My native language. Native language My native language. It work except if you don't have a mother. Which I do. It, My father didn't grow me in the garden. No, but I think that there's edge cases these days where you don't have a mother. If you're like huh. adopted by two gay dads. My parents loved me very much and still do. Hi, dad, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> well done finding the internet. <laughs> so, preserves. Uh, preserves should not be confused with preservatives. Uh, preservatives are stuff added to food to keep it fresh for longer, which in turn should not be uh, confused with the word uh, preservativo in Spanish or preservatif in French, uh, which is the local language words for condoms. It, it is. It is. There's one thing I'm not quite agreeing with that statement is that, yeah, preserves is not the preservative, but preserves are kind of the old-fashioned way to have preservatives mm. before preservatives were invented, which is why the two words sound very similar. Yeah, I get that. The thing is, though, that you would be disappointed if you asked me to bring, for instance, jelly or jam or marmalade, which is what we're going to talk about, but instead I brought a jar of condoms. Yeah, or a jar of whatever is probably, used to preserve organs. Yeah, probably you would, you would be more disappointed the other way if you asked me for bringing condoms and I brought jam. I, I, I can't uh, have a record that I will never ask uh, Ted to bring me uh, condoms. <laughs> but he will ask me to bring jam. Anyway, if you look on the internet, which I of course have done, uh, you find that Wikipedia, uh, which is sort of the place we start most stuff, uh, has an entry for fruit preserves, which is defined as a type of sweet spread or condiment, which is basically a way of preserving fruit. Yes. Or in some cases vegetables, but then you add sugar to preserve it. So I took a look into my bookshelves. So I have three different sort of definite versions of cookbooks. I have Mrs. Beaton's Household Management, a classic of domestic literature from the Woodward Reference series. I have the Checkered Cookbook, which is sort of, if you are Norwegian, you have this. And it's called Den Rutete Kokkebokken. Yes. Which means the squared cookbook. Yeah, but uh, and I have, of course, in Norwegian because I don't speak Italian. I have the silver spoon. For listeners abroad, that is in French. It's oui. la cuillère d'argent. Yeah. So I have three different uh, sort of real textbooks on the topic because Wikipedia is a nice place to start, but it's also a nice place not to read too long. So <laughs> nice if, place to get mistaken. Yeah, it's a nice place to get mistaken. Because if you if you read on entries in the square cookbook, so the Norwegian reference, 
um, it's more or less says that if it's a citrus fruit, it's a marmalade and everything else is jam. Of course, it's a jelly if you only keep... Um, if you don't get keep the, juice. The, the, the grains and whatever. Basically, you start everything the same way. You take a bunch of fruits and some water and a lot of sugar and then you boil it. And if you only take the liquid, then you make jelly. Yeah. Jelly is what I think the Americans call jam, but you just elected Donald Trump, so you are not allowed to speak on this issue or any other. Please do write in, is what I'm saying. You should write to a made-up address in your head. So... Oh, we have a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you could tweet us and be annoyed. Anyway, so the Norwegian... Sort of Norwegian reference cookbook uh, doesn't acknowledge uh, marmalade for anything which isn't a citrus fruit. Yes. And then you have the silver spoon, the Italian one, which has several entries for jelly and marmalade. So either it contains uh, pieces of fruit, and in that case it's a marmalade, or it doesn't and it's so jelly. jelly. And there's no other uh, categories. Yes, so that's... Uh, not too well. And then you have the one which is sort of slightly more elaborate on the topic is Mrs. Beaton, of course. Um, it's a very big book for those who are at home and don't have it. Yes. Oh, it has a known entry on teething. That's nice. Teething? Yeah, you know when you get your teeth. Oh, Yeah. interesting. No, it's not. <laughs> Bill of Fair. I'm pretty sure people for... teething won't read it. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, we... <clears throat> Just a slight... Uh, Detour now. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Recipe 1877 is toast sandwich. Place a very thin piece of cold toast between two slices of thin bread and butter in the form of the sandwich, adding a seasoning of pepper and salt. This sandwich may be varied by adding a little pulled meat or a very fine slice of cold meat to the toast. And in any of these forms will be found very tempting to the appetite of an invalid. Yeah, so if you're an invalid, you would like bread between two slices of bread with a bit of butter on top. According which, to Mrs. Beaton. According to Mrs. Beaton. I'm, 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 she doesn't really get high grades in my mind right now. But no, I, 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 can't, I can't understand that, considering that this is uh, published yeah, in 24 monthly parts from 1859 to 1861. And we all know that cooking of the 60s was a bit tasteless. Yes, it was. It was seasoned with salt and pepper, which are the Norwegian national... Um... No, not the national one, the only ones. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's the national seasoning, because it's the only seasoning. Yeah. Sudden, Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. So... If you read Mrs. Beaton, uh, it has an entry called General Observations on Preserves, Confectionery, Ices and Dessert Dishes. Um, yeah, it says something interesting, which is basically that if you are to preserve something, heat it with some kind of liquid, expelling air. No, not expelling, but taking off. Yeah, that's expelling. Yeah. Taking stuff. Uh, either, either that or drying it. So basically it doesn't explain too much what is what is what and it has entries for marmalade which are both sorry it has entries for orange marmalade it actually has four of those orange marmalade one orange marmalade two easy way of making marmalade and made with honey so four different 
Uh, also, it has uh, what was it? Apricot jam or marmalade? It says apricot jam or marmalade. It, it says apricot jam or marmalade, and, and it's the same recipe for both. It is the same one. It's it's it doesn't say any difference. So according to Mrs. Bitten, marmalade and jam are the exact same thing. Yep. And if you are if you do live in Norway, as I do, and I also do, you'll notice that most stuff is jam. Only exception really is. Or, uh, orange uh, marmalade. Yeah, and then that's where I have to come with the French point of view on this. Since 1979, because of the European ruling of the ruling <laughs> number 79-693-CEE, uh, marmalade are jams containing citrus. If it doesn't contain citrus, it is not marmalade by uh, union law. But the Danish call raspberry jam raspberry marmalade. Yeah, and they're wrong, and they should be prosecuted by the uh, European Court of Justice. But also, if you go to, as I often do, to the definition on Merriam-Webster, it says that marmalade is a clear, sweetened jelly in which pieces of fruit and fruit rind are suspended. Which means that, uh, basically, you could make apple jam by taking just the fruit of the apple and peeling it. Or you could make apple marmalade, including the rind, yeah, yeah, skin. Which also explains why you have onion marmalade, because onion is, let's be honest, onion is several layers of of peel. (laughs) Yeah, you can't argue that there is a fruit to it. No, there there is nothing. By all means, the outer layer of of skin is disgusting. Yeah, but then it's just the same layer and there's more of it. Yeah, but if you had optimal conditions for an onion and just let it grow, then and and you removed the dead pieces of of skin, then by time the the layer innermost would come out and be the outermost one, and it would just... It's a continuous... Cycle, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a circle of life. No, that's not not the right song. Sorry, I'm very sorry. It's wrong. That was, that's, it was what I thought. Yeah, but so, yeah. So, so, so basically, the marmalade would include peel, which was the definition mostly agreed on before the European Union stated differently in '79. Basically, uh, taking the French side of things, that if it's not made by British people, it's probably <laughs> jam, and if it's made by British people, it's marmalade, and these people have no culture or anything, and so they use citruses to make jams, and they. And, and they called them marmalade. So basically, the, the I think the non-British point of view is that marmalade is something only the British are doing, and they use citrus to do it, and so that's marmalade. And anything else would be but jam. I, I, don't, I couldn't find this source again, but I found something once that said that it had to be a certain kind of orange from a certain place in Spain. Uh, the, the traditional one is from Spain, from Bal- Valencia, I think. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. yeah. It's also it's. It, I, I think it's even more specific than just Valencia. It's somewhere in Valencia. Valencia. It's most it, probably. So yeah. So it's origins from there, made in England, and then that's proper marmalade. Yeah. But the old definition would be marmalade is something with the peel, and mm. the kind of European Union uh, staple definition would be. It's made from uh, citrus fruits, so oranges, mandarins. But it makes more right. sense actually that way because you have. I mean, it gives a clear leaving, definition. Yeah, all sort of leaving jellies aside, which are well defined. Yeah. You have the problem that how how could you make strawberry jam? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You peeling peel. strawberry doesn't make much sense. No, it no. sounds like it sounds like one of those idiosyncratic sentences, which sort of is a futile activity. 
peel. It sounds like a punishment. Peeling <laughs> strawberries. Or pe- it's probably not easy, even if it made sense. It could be worse. It could be peeling raspberry. So, uh, wrapping things up. Uh, preserves are jellies, marmalades, and jams. Mm-hmm. And marmalades are, according to the EU, jam made from citruses. And I think this is what triggered Brexit. S- probably. So, you have basically jellies, jams, and marmalades. Jellies are just the sauce from... Mm-hmm from fruit uh, boiled in water and sugar and then left to set. Whereas jams and marmalade is basically the same, only that if you make a jam with... Citruses, oranges, lime, mandarins, whatever that looks a bit like that. Yeah, then it would be a marmalade. Except that marmalade takes its name from (coughs) marmelo, which Ah. is Portuguese for quince, which is definitely not a citrus. And then suddenly everything falls apart again. And now to the news segment. Let's take a detour to France first. Sudden Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. detour. Okay, so the, 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 my, my local news is um, about actually a city council uh, meeting in a city called plombiere les bains so, uh, is that the name of the city? It's the name of the city. So Les Bains means that uh, there's baths there. Ah. So it's a, it's a thermal uh, area. And plomb is the French word for lead. So leathery yeah. the bath, which okay. doesn't sound very healthy. Because it's, 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 to me, it just looks like it says sort of uh, to, to plomb something in which plombera means to, to plug. Yeah, okay. So I thought it meant like... Plugging the bath. Yeah, plugging the bath. <laughs> well, that's kind of the name of the city. Yeah. Yeah. So they, there was a city hall meeting, and they decided <coughs> of a number of stuff. The first one is they were, to go, they were going to destroy a building that used to be a hotel called the Modern Hotel. And I will post this picture on our Twitter. Because it's not modern. Not because modern. <laughs> like, modern is not the word that comes to mind. No, depressed. Depressed. But the best part is at the end of the article, like the questions from the public of uh-huh. that um, uh, meeting... Uh, Mr. Michel Cornu um, uh, was uh, wondering why it was so dark under the arcades in the city centre and he suggested that people were probably stealing light bulbs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those French... (laughs) He also complained that close to the place called the Hermitage, somewhere in town or around town, uh, the sheep were not eating the weeds uh, fast enough, and so the weeds was growing. <laughs> That's the news from Premier Libre. Oh. Sudden, sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. And now comes the Norwegian local news. And this is from the Norwegian championship of uh, doing the dishes via machine. Uh, there was another news I was thinking of giving about France. Uh, apparently there was a competition about the, be- the best croissant making. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been nice. But uh, it was a bit too obvious. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be, that, that's really stereotypical. But this is... Yeah, so this case is from the member of the uh, Nutrients, uh, yeah, sort of the Nutrients Association, which is sort of the the union for people who works in kitchens, so okay. cooks and cleaning staff and that sort of stuff. Okay, and this is a report from the Norwegian Championship of uh, dishwasher dishwashing. 
dishwashing. Yeah, but it's not it's not washing with sponge or doing this by hand. Okay. And also quite funny is that the winner is not the one finishing first. They are given points for the cleanliness for, of the items. Yeah, for no, for no, because they 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 put everything into a machine that washes it for them. But they are judged upon how they treat the the cutlery and the uh, the plates and how often they wash their hands to avoid contamination and how they structure themselves. So it's really. Can you use a dishwasher like a normal human being or no, not? Yeah, yeah no. You know, you, there's a picture here and that's that's part of the dishwasher, you know. it's They're using industrial dishwashers. They're loading them. That's sort yeah. of the point. And how they load them is... Um, like how, how many cups are going to get broken and... Uh, I don't think they break anything. They are actually judged upon how... I mean, if, if they're good, they don't break anything. So, I think it's probably negative points if you yeah, break so, so there are, yeah, probably negative points, like the, the popping. The, the popping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was disappointing. Very. But anyway, so this is uh, from the Union webpage and it says funny things like, as a kitchen assistant, cook and um, kitchen chef... I've done a lot of dishes. I'm not overstating it when I say that cleanliness is at least as important as the taste of the food. And my problem with that sentence is I, I'm not in favor of, of poor Dirty hygiene. Plates, yeah. No, it's just these things are not meant to be compared. No. It's sort of I'm not overstating it if I say that running really fast into 100 meters is as important as painting really nicely if you're an artist it's sort of it's very you're not measured in the same way no if you are comparing artists you're not comparing who did this the fastest no but if you're watching the 100 meters you're not comparing who has who has the nicest run who or the best jersey yeah (laughs) yes best jersey you are not you are comparing wrong stuff yes it's like it's like comparing the days of the week with the weekend yeah. Weekend is always better, even when it's shit. Probably. So, yeah. And also, it has... The final paragraph is about the... The, or, yeah, the audience appeal. <laughs> <laughs> Where the, like thousands of people writing yeah. Yes, watch the cups rise. Because this, this content was arranged on a... Oh, in like a large... Uh, what you call those, you know, factory buildings. Okay. Where you you, you display uh, throughout the year, they display cars and uh, exhibition center. And exhibition yeah. center. So and they didn't do this like once. They had entries and semifinals, and people turned up to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, yeah. So he, he it says that it has a fu- it's an amusing contents which pu- which <laughs> audience appeal appropriate for this arena. And also there's a panel of judges that judge their effort, uh, hygiene, tempo. So the, the, it's points for being fast, but you are not it's, it's not the only thing. It's not first to compete. And also order. So if you if you have a system basically if you do first plates then glasses or if you just throw shit in together yeah so yeah that's the Norwegian championship yep, of dishwashing uh, or using in, a dishwasher really yeah it's 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 uh, the Norwegian championship of industrial dishwashing 
I'm very happy to know that that exists. <laughs> and this <laughs> Thank is you. and also this is the fourth time it was arranged. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a repeating event. Yes. It's every third year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. And also it says there they uh, that the dishwashers do a very important job which isn't that visible, which is why this championship is so important. <laughs> I mean, you know, if the dishwashing is visible, it's not very well done. It's sort of, it's cool when you're in a restaurant and you can see them preparing the food. It's not cool if you can see them doing the dishes. <laughs> no, I, I, I would not have a... It's not not necessarily something wrong with it, it's just weird. Yeah. Anyways. Sudden Detour. Sudden Detour. Sudden Detour. Sudden Detour. Sudden Detour. Today's phrases. No, no, singular, unless you have one. Oh, no, only one. Okay, so we have a, a phrase for today. Yeah. So, so that was today's phrase. Yeah, so this is um, this part. Today. The phrase of today is a phrase in a language I don't, either of us don't speak natively. All right. Which means that I can have fra uh, phrases in French, mm -hmm. uh, but not in Norwegian. Yes. Or also for the sake of argument, Swedish or Danish, because it's, it's the, the same, same language. If you want to speak Swedish, just snack a little salt. Um, uh, and if you want to speak Danish, just get drunk. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, I've been known to say that uh, my, my least favorite Norwegian dialect is Swedish. That's... Oh, you're so nice. But anyway, so here comes today's the phrase of the day, which is in German, if you don't recognize it. And it is... Aber ja natürlich, Hans is nass. Er steht unter dem Wasserfall. Which means... Please translate. Uh, it means, yes, of course, Hans is wet. He's standing under the waterfall. Obviously. <laughs> Thank you. That was uh, the uh, sudden detours. Uh, we will see you next week. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Hopefully. Yay. See you. See you. Sudden, sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour. Sudden detour.